know the top stories of the day, understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza, this is MB Now, and here are your news on web. 186 congressmen comprising the majority of the House of Representatives agreed to launch a coup to unseat Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano Monday morning. Gathering at the Celebrity Sports Plaza, the group conducted a session to install Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco as the new Speaker. The lawmaker's decision to elect Velasco is strengthened by a joint manifesto signed by top leaders of the various coalitions and political parties comprising the majority bloc. The group initially declared all seats vacant as stated in the manifesto. It paved the way for Velasco to be elected speaker today, although there is no scheduled session. Under President Duterte's proclamation, special sessions will take place starting Tuesday, October 13 to October 16. Among those signatories are Partyless Coalition Foundation Incorporated, Representative Mikey Romero, Ilocos Sur Representative Christine Singson Mihan of Northern Luzon Alliance, Negros Occidental Representative Jose Francisco Benitez of the Visayas Bloc, Representative Divine Yu of the Mindanao Bloc, and Albay Representative Joey Salceda. On Sunday, Majority Leader Martin Romualdez also hinted his support for the installation of Velasco as Speaker when he issued a press statement on the issue. Meanwhile, Speaker Alan Peter Caetano said that the session that led to the election of Marinduque Lone District Representative Lord Alan Velasco as Speaker is invalid. In an impromptu press conference at Batasan Pambansaw Complex, also in Quezon City, Cayetano assailed the camp of his rival Velasco for setting a disturbing precedent that an election for the speakership could be done outside the House plenary. He said the rules require the speakership vote to be done inside House plenary during session. Batasan Pambansaw is the home of the 299-member House of Representatives. Cayetano questioned the location of the Velasco-led session, which was a country club. He said a lot of similar establishments have been closed due to violations of the physical distancing rule brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. That a young provinciano congressman from a small province like Marinduque can be elected speaker of the House of Representatives. This can only happen in the age of Duterte when anything is possible for the benefit of the Filipino people. With this, with this compelling proof that has installed me as a Speaker of the House, I would like to extend my hand to Speaker Cayetano and hope that he would be amenable to sit down with me as we comply with a term-sharing agreement for a peaceful transition for the benefit of our members and the country. 
There is still hope for workers to have a merrier Christmas as Malacanang said that their 13th month pay cannot be deferred even when there is a pandemic unless the law is amended. Presidential spokesman Harry Roque made a statement after the Department of Labor and Employment said that it is studying exempting some distressed business establishments from giving 13th month pay to employees. In his Monday presser, Roque said the 13th month pay cannot be deferred because it is mandated by law. However, Roque said that the Dole should still study the proposal. In a press briefing last week, Labor Secretary Silvestre Bellio III said Dole would need to come up with an advisory defining companies considered distressed in order to be exempted from giving the mandatory benefit. He added that the deferment of the 13-month pay may be more acceptable because it will allow business owners to give it in the succeeding months. The COVID-19 pandemic left businesses closed for at least three months due to quarantine restrictions. The law has not been amended. That is the law that is a mandatory provision of the Labor Code. Pabayaan po natin pag-aralan ng dole, pero sa akin tingin, hanggang magkaroon ng bagong batas, eh baka hindi po yan po pwedeng ma-defer. The Department of Health said the Philippines may start the conduct of COVID-19 vaccine clinical trials by next month. The DOH said that the government agencies are now gearing up for the conduct of the clinical trials, an initiative being led by the Interagency Task Force's Subtechnical Working Committee, or group, on COVID-19 vaccine development with the Department of Science and Technology as its chair. During the clinical trial phase three, a vaccine is tested in a large group of people to confirm its efficacy and safety. Last Friday, October 9, DOH Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere said that three vaccine developers already sent an application for the possible conduct of phase three clinical trials of their respective vaccines in the country. These are Russia's Gamaleya Research Institute, Johnson & Johnson's Janssen Pharmaceuticals, and China's Sinovac Biotech. The Department of Environment and Natural Resources remains confident of the structural integrity and soundness of the Manila Bay Beach Nourishment Project as proven by the initial assessments conducted by its own experts. Under Secretary for Policy Planning and International Affairs Jonas Leones explained that the dolomite overlay will not be totally washed out, claiming that they have installed engineering interventions in the perimeter of the sand. Leones further explained that two sand-filled geotubes with a diameter of two meters were installed to mitigate soil erosion, prevent storm damage, and provide stability to the project. The use of a geotextile tube system is more economical than the traditional method of constructing a breakwater. Manila Bay Operations Center Head and DNR Assistant Secretary Daniel Darius Nisser Meanwhile, also noted that there is no definitive proof that any substantial portion of the Dolomite Beach has been washed away based on beach area and volume measurement. Nizer explained that the Dolomite sand allegedly being washed away was only based on the perceived discoloration of some portions of the White Beach as observed from a distance. He also clarified that Dolomite Mining Corporation, which supplied the artificial white sand, has been in operation for almost two decades now, dispelling allegations that it was created for the sole purpose 
of supplying Dolomite for the project. Seven in ten girls and young women in the Philippines have experienced online harassment, specifically on various social media platforms. A new global research by Girls' Rights Organization Plan International revealed on Sunday. The report, free to be online, girls and young women's experiences of online harassment, was based on a survey and in-depth interviews of some 14,000 girls from 15 to 24 years old in 31 countries, including the Philippines. The largest study of this kind, the report shows that girls who use social media in high and low-income countries alike are routinely subjected to different forms of online harassment and violence. These include threats of sexual violence, sexual harassment, threats of physical violence, anti-LGBTIQ plus comments, racist comments, body shaming, purposeful embarrassment, stalking, and abusive and insulting language. In the Philippines, of the 68% of girls and young women who have experienced online harassment, specifically on social media, the majority revealed that the harassment happens frequently or 50%, or very frequently, or 33%. About 79% said that they or other girls they know have received threats of sexual violence on social media. In addition, 67% of Filipino girls and young women surveyed said that they were harassed by people they know. In Metro News, gun-carrying man arrested in Makati City after causing panic in Barangay. Kalookan residents suffer floods after developer allegedly dumped soil in a creek. And Manila City government finishes bricklaying and painting at Baseco Baywalk. More from this report. A man who was reportedly seen carrying a gun while walking on the street was arrested by the policeman in Barangay South, Sembo, Makati on Saturday night. Makati police identified the suspect as Julius Yotyot Gallegos, who was said to have been involved in a series of robberies. Police said they received a report from the barangay that Gallegos was seen carrying a gun by residents along a street, causing panic in the barangay. Upon seeing the cops, Gallegos reportedly drew his gun and fired shots, causing the policeman to retaliate. This from the suspect was a caliber 38 revolver loaded with ammunition. Gallegos is now under the custody of Makati police. Kalaokan Mayor Oscar Oka Malapitan slammed a real estate developer for reportedly covering a creek in Pangarap Village, resulting to frequent floods in the area. Residents of Barangay 181 and 182 said Carmel Development Incorporated dumped layers of soil on the creek, making the area flood-prone at the slightest downpour. Several houses were also damaged by the floods. The local chief executive also requested the Philippine National Police and the Department of Environment and Natural Resources to help them enforce laws to stop CDI's alleged harassment. The Manila City government has finished laying and painting bricks at the Baseco Bay Walk in Tondo. Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrano de Magoso made the announcement in a Facebook post. Members of the DEPW had earlier installed lampposts that were formally placed along the stretch of Espana Boulevard along the Esplanade. The local chief executive appealed to visitors of the Baseco Bay Walk to maintain the cleanliness of the new attraction. And here are the top news in other parts of the country. Tourism bubble picking up in Baguio City. Department of Tourism to fund cost of RT-PCR test for Boracay workers. 
and six-foot-long snake causes blackout in North Cotabato. More in this report. After going on a slow start, Baguio City's tourism bubble program has started to pick up even as the city government stuck with the agreed entry requirements viewed by some as too rigid. Mayor Benjamin Magalong said the entry protocols for Ridge and Reef Tourism Corridor Program were reasonable considering the thrust to strike a balance between economic revival and ensuring health and safety in view of the coronavirus disease. As of October 8, a total of 179 travel requests have been received and 1,701 individual account registrations have been made under the Visitors Information and Travel Assistance Registration Platform and Travel Guide. The Department of Tourism will provide a total of 1.6 million pesos funding to Boracay Island to cover the cost of RT-PCR testing for the island's tourism workers as it expects more local tourists' arrival in the coming months. Tourism Secretary Bernadette Romo Lupuyat said that by supporting RT-PCR testing among workers in Boracay, the department reiterates that safety is the unparalleled priority in reopening domestic tourism. The DOT, through the Tourism Promotions Board, has undertaken similar efforts to ensure safety in other tourism destinations around the country like Baguio City, which has also reopened its doors to tourism from the Ilocos region provinces. A six-foot-long snake caused a total blackout in the service areas of the Cotabato Electric Cooperative or Cotelco Main in North Cotabato for more than an hour earlier today, October 12. Cotelco Main said the snake came out from the woods, crawled and climbed slowly up one of the wooden electric poles in Barangay Muhao past 3 a.m. and when the snake touched Cotelco's cut outline, the power tripped off several times until the crew decided to shut down the entire amount of Apple 69-kilovolt transmission line to prevent further damage around 4.10 a.m. The snake immediately died and fell on the road. In world news, India coronavirus cases cross 7 million. Israel's army opens coronavirus unit to ease burden on hospitals. And Trump declares himself immune from COVID-19. Let's watch this report. India's coronavirus cases surged past 7 million on Sunday, taking it ever closer to overtaking the United States as the world's most infected country. Health Ministry data show the rise of almost 75,000 cases, taking the total to 7.05 million, second only to the U.S., which has recorded 7.67 million infections. Experts say that the true number may be much higher, with testing rates in the vast country of 1.3 billion people, home to some of the planet's most crowded cities, much lower than in many other countries. On Friday, Prime Minister Narendra Modi launches a mass awareness campaign encouraging the public to wear masks, practice hand hygiene, and maintain physical distance. Israel opens a new coronavirus treatment facility co-run by the Army's Medical Corps, an unprecedented move for the military unit aimed at bolstering an embattled healthcare system. The Jewish state currently has one of the world's highest daily coronavirus infection rates per capita, with the number of seriously ill patients steadily rising. The Army Bat Unit at the Rambam Hospital in the northern city of Haifa includes a control room where patients are monitored via video and an underground coronavirus ward that used to be a car park. Israel, a country of about 9 million people, has recorded more than 290,000 coronavirus cases, including 1,956 deaths. 
U.S. President Donald Trump on Sunday declared himself immune from COVID-19 as he prepares to return to the campaign trail in a fight to regain ground against surging White House rival Joe Biden. Trump said in a Fox News interview a day after his doctor affirmed he was no longer a transmission risk for the disease. During his phone interview on Fox News, Trump went on to suggest that his White House rival could himself be sick. The Biden campaign has been publishing daily coronavirus tests for their candidate since Trump tested positive on October 1, landing him in hospital for three nights and derailing his campaign. Trump rallied hundreds of supporters for a comeback event at the White House on Saturday and is planning back-to-back -back rallies this week in a bid to salvage his struggling campaign three weeks from November 3 election. In entertainment, in time for the opening of school year 2020-2021, A2Z Channel 11 with Knowledge Channel brings school at home to free-to-air television with two hours of solid educational programming. Curriculum-based video lessons will air Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. with time slots dedicated per grade level from grades 1 to 6. The lineup includes shows from different subjects such as math, science, Filipino, and physical education. These video lessons are aligned with the most essential learning competencies set by the Department of Education. They will complement the lessons in the self-learning modules and those that air on DepEd TV. In sports, the Los Angeles Lakers dominated the Miami Heat 106-93 to win a record-equaling 17th NBA championship, but their first in a decade. Superstar LeBron James fueled the Lakers with a triple-double of 28 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists, capturing his fourth NBA title with a third different team. Anthony Davis added 19 points, 15 rebounds, as the Lakers completed a four-games-to-two triumph in the best-of-seven NBA Finals more than eight months after the death in a helicopter crash of team legend Kobe Bryant, who led the Lakers to their last title in 2010. The Lakers' 17 titles pulled them level with the Boston Celtics for the most all-time. Injuries in sports are very common, but overcoming life-altering injuries is something else. For today's episode of Sports Chat, we sat down and talked to former collegiate volleyball star Desiree Cheng as she shared her humble beginnings and how she handled her life-altering injury. Catch this episode's Sports Chat at 6 p.m. only here at the Manila Bulletin's Facebook page right after MB Now. And those are the news on web today, October 12, 2020. It's 74 days before Christmas. For more news and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza from Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been... And be now, be fully informed.